I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. Ha! We're all you need! They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. And welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 26. My name is Stephen Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, Papa's got a brand new vest. It's Joe Lara. <laughs> the vest. I'm vested. Doing well. Doing good, dude. Um, so it, the weekend was awesome because. So in the in the Legion and in your garrison, San Diego Imperial Sands Garrison, um, there's events happening all the time, troops, and there's always a point of contact, a POC, somebody raises their hand to kind of take charge. And I've always been the one for the first couple of years to kind of just show up to troops, do my thing, and then leave. Uh, this time I, you know, I'm kind of stepping in a little bit, volunteering a little bit more, and I said, "Hey, for this troop, I'll I'll be the POC," and it was for a military veteran. Uh, this guy reached out to the to the garrison and said, hey, after 20 something years, I'm going to retire. And those that are listening and you guys, I don't know if you if you know this, but like different people retire with different things. But the Navy goes all out, man. It's like a wedding. It's it's there's like a bunch of pomp and circumstance. There's like dudes with a red carpet saluting with a whistle and uh, bells ringing and a, a lot of tradition, like 200 years of tradition just shoved in this one hour event. This guy reached out and said, hey, can I have some stormtroopers like escort me down the aisle? <laughs> and That's uh, awesome. Yeah. And so once he said that, I'm like, oh, heck, yeah, I got to I got to I got to I got to do this. And so we've been coordinating back and forth, he and I. And uh, we had it. We had a pretty good turn up of, of local legion folks and uh dude he was so stoked like the guy was on cloud nine and everybody was like just in awe watching <laughs> stormtroopers escort him into like down the aisle to start the whole event it was that's how we started it was really cool was um, it at pendleton or no no it was actually at a at a vfw so the veteran oh, cool. uh, veterans of foreign wars actually no it was a veteran legion uh the yeah so vfw they um, this one was uh, in a certain part of San Diego County, and uh, he rented it out. Had a hall, had a had a a rock band, had a the bar open and street tacos. And dude, it was cool, man. It was he went all out, and it, it's always a pleasure to do those um those special ceremonies and events and and share someone's special day with them. For, right? for sure, and and so we you know every now and then we we get these these Legion coins, which are. I'm sure you could buy some counterfeit stuff, but but we we were able to get the real Legion coins. So I had a 501st coin. I never, I that's a rare give out, right? But yep. but this guy's yep. a Navy chief. I said, you know, I'm a Navy chief, whatever, Master Chief. And so I was like, shook hands. His face was like, I gave him 
a gold ring. It was like, oh, if anyone's going to know and appreciate, you know, what the the purpose is behind that coin and then to get a Star Wars one at that. So, dude, his face was job, priceless. Man. Yeah. So, that, job, dude, that was at the end. That's and rad. what was cool is we we're standing outside the building and everybody like we're just stopping traffic. Like people are literally pulling over, taking photos of us because we're getting ready to go into the building. And this long stretch limousine <laughs> goes by and the guys, you see some hands coming out the top of the, of the limousine, like waving at us. I'm like, okay, cool wave. They pulled over and the driver came out and said, Hey, we got a wedding in there. Can we take some photos with you guys? <laughs> so, so we got some wedding photos just impromptu and we're like, Hey, we got 10 minutes and then we got to be inside for the ceremony. Dude, it was just like chaotic. It was it was good, good fun. So that that, that was my awesome, weekend. Man. That was part of my weekend, I should say. So I can't That's complain, fun. man. Yeah. That's awesome, man. That sounds yeah. great. Well, good job on you, man. Uh next up, not sure if he's half robot or half human. Well, either way, it's Rami Shannaday. How are you, man? Robot. <laughs> half showing yeah. Yeah. machine. I- He's a robot. Uh, yeah. I need to have one. I need a, an echo arm that's got a sewing machine on the end of it. This so. <laughs> is singer. Hey, why not? Just a sewing foot. <laughs> uh, I'm good. I'm good. So I uh, got, you know, like last week we got to talk about it. I got to see Joe over, over the weekend. So this past weekend I got to see John. So we'll get into that on the workbench, I'm sure. But uh, um, always good when I get to see one of you guys in person. So instead of a sp- little rectangles on the screen. Um worked on some stuff that, that we'll talk to also on the workbench. So I, other than that, I've been busy with work. It snowed again over the weekend. It's actually started snowing while John was here. So I sent some snow home with him. Um, so he got to experience that. I'm glad uh, I didn't hit it when I went up there to see you. I got a little Prius. I probably wouldn't have made it Dude, very far in the snow. Terrifying. I, yeah, I think I think John was a little sketchy getting out of here for John. Yeah, but, dude, um, it's like a he, mountain he, with a cliff. It was fine. It was it was fine. Yeah, because <laughs> the problem is like we're we're at a spot where you know our elevation's high, and but then you've got to go down to get out of here and then back up again. So you're you're going through the snow no matter yeah. which way you go to get in and out of here. If if it's snowing here, the most fun things are a little dangerous. Come on. It was fun, but I, it was like the end of the night. It's dark. I've, I'm not familiar with the place. I'm kind of far. I'm like, this is like yeah. the worst way, place to it die right cold. now. It was cold. And it was free. It was 33 degrees, 32 degrees. <laughs> it was cold. My car, my car had a little simple. You were wearing your vest, you, bro. So yeah, you, you, came, you went home with extra extra clothing. So I, I wore my vest all the way home. No, yeah. I, I had it tucked safely. All right. No, Every, yeah. Everything else is good, Ramey? Family's good? Yep. <laughs> yep. Everybody's good. Awesome. Kid, kids are down. So the the place that they go to uh, the big sports trading place that they go to, so they they kind of all have sort of jobs there now. I can't. I'm not sure if nice. they're actually getting paid. I'm not sure if they're actually getting paid or if it's just like trading for the fact that they've got the the gate key or the gate code. So, uh, um, but they they're like down there working at the working at the shop. I they were posting pictures of themselves like changing out wheels on somebody's roller skates and stuff today. So, dude, that's awesome. That's cool. That's how my career started. Yeah, they're like they're they're like the, the pit crew down there now. Uh, don't think that you can chrome leather. Think again. It's John Rodriguez. I don't think we can chrome, but leather, you can't guys. chrome leather. <laughs> think. Again. Have you tried it? Sure, you said, could. Think again. I never tried. I don't have leather to chrome. But yeah, uh, chrome I'm that good. mustache. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> 
Can't touch the stash, baby. What's up, John? How are you, man? I'm fantastic. Um, like Remy mentioned, I uh, went to his house over the weekend, which was really cool because I've never been out in that part of California before. Um, <laughs> for real, yeah. I say it like that because I've never been out there. Yeah, crazy. Um, in any other was, state, he wouldn't have been in, in the same state anymore, but because California's stupid big. Well, in California, yeah. It, it, it drove yeah. for two hours and I was still in that. But... Um, yeah, it was good. Uh, first of all, that whole drive up there is beautiful. So it was just like a nice, calm. It is. It is nice drive up. But on the way home, like Remy said, it started snowing, and my car. I mean, my car is it's an SUV, but it's not four wheel drive or anything like that. So it's. I was just like, oh man, this sucks. And some dude was trying to go past me. I'm like, man, it's snowing. Like, <laughs> chill. Like, go go around. I had to like sort of pull over on the side a little bit and let the guy zoom by and. Um, are you are you home. guys like like crazy drivers? Like if somebody's tailing you, do you hit your brakes? No, you, not in the snow. Like... <laughs> <laughs> we would have been slipping, sliding that down the cliff. But so, some of those roads are windy, getting in and out of here. And yeah, there's yeah. always some local that wants to go that knows the road that wants to go fast. Flying, so, I'm like, dude, you're yeah. in a Camry, yeah. chill. Like in pickup trucks too. Yeah, no, he was in a Camry. I'm like, dude, you're gonna you're gonna go first. Oh. Whatever. Yeah, um, and yeah, and. uh been working working stuff like that you know yeah what can't talk about stuff we can't talk about <laughs> stuff we can't talk about but i've been doing it so we'll we'll talk about it eventually at some point in like a year or two like remember episode in 2025 <laughs> remember when i mentioned that thing a year and a half ago yeah but you yeah guys every- <laughs> yeah well that. yeah no and uh, yeah but that's it yeah I'm I'm great. Thank you. Not from the so far east coast. He's live from North Kakalaki. The solitary clone, Brian <laughs> Cook. How are you, buddy? Feeling very, very solitary. Week after week. <laughs> day after day. I'm good. We actually might get some snow, I think, tomorrow possibly if the rain, it's raining and the temperatures are like dropping. So hopefully we get some snow because I'm just waiting to get in my forest out back in the snow and take pictures. It'd be super Ooh. fun. Speaking of taking pictures, you um, sent, sent our little group chat, another photo of one of your friends. <laughs> dude, they're messing with you, bro. <laughs> yeah. That, oh, the deer. That, that guy's yeah. trolling you, dude. Deer. <laughs> yeah. That's deer is drawing your face. Walk. Walked over to my neighbor's house who I go hunting with, and he just got back from a trip in Alabama where he was hunting. He didn't get anything, but he saw like so many like big bucks that he probably would have gone after, but he just like didn't have a shot or whatever. So I was done hanging out with him and then came home, took the dog out, and the dog's like doing his business. And it was just like, oh, yeah, here's it's like, hey. What's up? How's it going? First, first I saw the picture that you sent of your dog doing his yeah, you know, cool thing. dropping a good news. I was like, "What is going yeah, on?" Thanks for sharing that. I could do that too, Brian. In fact, I'll start tomorrow. I'm going to share every time my dog hey. takes a turn. Oh, I can do that too. <laughs> I'll use I got, my I got double time three camera option. Why not? Um, I'm all right, though. I'm good. I'm trying to think of what's been going on. It's been kind of like a blur. I will add the to, family? to, yeah, family's good. Um, it's been busy. Levi's busy with school and stuff. But I would, I would add, uh, 
Joe talking about that troop he just did. Uh, I did that with our friend Brandon Jackson, who's chief geek photography on Instagram, who's a longtime Legion homie, and he retired from the Navy. And we did That's that right. whole thing, and we had like a dozen stormtroopers, and I That's got awesome. to be Vader, which was crazy. And we did the whole thing. Like they were like a bunch, like half the stormtroopers were all military as well. That's and, cool. Um, all Legion friends of Brandon because he's friends with everybody, and uh, they were like going over like marching, like properly marching <laughs> to march out. And I was like. I'm facing movements where's vader but it, it was <laughs> the best time and the most awesome thing so was when you were telling me that story i was just like yes yes i yes. saw pictures of, of that troop that you did yeah. and you're, you're you're all decked out and brandon's just smiling from ear to ear yeah and is uh yeah there's there's a so the military retirement if anybody ever gets a chance to like go to one if you ever get invited, like weddings, kind of like, eh, weddings, you know, where's the reception so I can eat some good food. But retirements, just go to one. I'd encourage you, if you ever get a chance yep. to go to one, you should. Yeah, yeah. The, the whole ceremony and the, the, the honor for the, for the soldier, the honor for their family, which I thought was, was really, really cool. Uh, was, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful experience. So that just reminded me of that. But we're That's good. Awesome. Chief Geek. Everything's good. If there were 12 TKs, there were probably 12 selfies too, because he loves the selfies. <laughs> oh, the selfies and the family and the other soldiers that were there. Like he's got great energy, man. Every oh time I've hung with him, he's he's good yeah. people, man. It's a yeah. good dude. Yeah. Yeah. Brandon's a very good dude. Shout out to Brandon Jackson. There you go. Shout out to Brandon Jackson. Go follow Chief Geek. Thank you again, everybody, for tuning in. If you'd like to support the show. Buy one of our new shirt designs and some stickers on the dadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys. Who is working on what? <laughs> Joe. <laughs> Well, Joe's putting his vest I think Joe, on. I think Joe wants to go first. Well, he, he he's setting up. Is, is he good? Are you ready? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Yeah, I'm just messing with you. Um, so go I put ahead. on put my your, awesome... Dude, look put at your pants on. This... <laughs> Pantless right now. <laughs> so let's talk about the vest. This is the vest that um, I showed on my Instagram. But, Ramey, dude, you're incredible. And what, what was fun is, um, like I said last week, was watching him work. I was so inspired. Uh, the, the next day I went on Joanne's created an account so I can get those automatic coupons. And I got like 50 coupons in my email from Joanne's <laughs> and, uh, and I said, Hey Kim, we need to make a trip. So we made a trip during the day, got some material. And I basically tried to find the same white that Ramey had made. So th this vest also comes with a shirt that's specific to tech and echo. I think, I think, I think we're, we have the same shirt kind of ish uh what i what i made was basically the same shirt but you have that extra piece on the the one shoulder okay otherwise yeah, yeah. they're pretty much identical yeah so so i i matched the same material which is a white but it's a certain type of material like like actual yeah 
Yeah. And there's and, like 10,000 whites, of course. Right. So, so I so luckily I had some spares and, and uh, the whole idea was that I was going to make my cummerbund. So tech has this unique piece that we're trying to figure out, like when we only had fractions, you know, little snippets from a, from a trailer. Now we have these really great views uh, and, and perspectives. So made a cummerbund and I felt super comfortable getting on that sewing machine. Is it pretty? No, but it's going to get better. So I feel so much more comfortable getting on that Singer machine and just threading the needle and going to town. Before I, I hung out with Ramey, I was like second guessing myself every step of the way. This time I just kind of went for it and I got a decent result. So I, I, you know, I took some photos last night and um, it was my first time really tackling it. So I, I like where I'm going, but I definitely need more time <laughs> on the machine. And, uh, and so thanks, Ramey. I just want to say thank you again, because, uh, dude, it was a masterclass. I've said it before, but I'm gonna say it again. It was awesome watching you work and measure and then just go for it. That was so cool. Yeah. So thank you. And then, um, and then I started printing, uh, the, the chest and back all over again. Um, <laughs> dude. yeah, we, we talked I about so this a little bit yesterday so <laughs> tell the story again because it just breaks my heart that no, this has well, to happen me so, too so, <laughs> so the chest it and doesn't back have that <laughs> the chest and back that i have was made super snug to my body and so here, here's the thing that here's one of the challenges right so these are animated characters anybody that's listening out there animation these characters these clones are not realistic no. they would probably weigh in the real world 120 pounds and be like six foot three. That's not a realistic proportion. And they're also made out of rubber. There's no bones in their body, right? So so you have to consider all that. And so is the armor. Something, right? right? <laughs> the armor twists and bends like it's made out of jello, but then yeah. all of a sudden it gets rigid when it needs to. Um, so we're competing against all of that. And you know, and I'm not I'm not that svelte, right? Mm -hmm. You know, as a as a as a middle-aged man you know the body isn't that narrow and so how do how do i give and project a visual that still looks kind of close to animation it's a super hard thing so so the original like armor was narrow now that i have these beautiful layers which is the right aesthetic to go underneath it, it's it's too thick um for the armor that i have so I'm, I've, I've basically printed extensions and I'm, and I'm attaching that to the current armor and I'm still working that in the garage. So I haven't given up on it, but in the meantime on the printer, because filament is cheap and it costs me nothing, I'm, you know, 30 bucks, I think total filament price. I'm going to print the whole armor again. And, um, and now I have options. So there you have it. That's kind of ready for season three. <laughs> The third set die. of armor. <laughs> unless we unless we all die. <laughs> Have you tried washing your vest yet? Wash your vest, shrink it a little bit. Dude, if I do, then uh, yeah, it's this is this is nice and I like the layer. The texture is amazing, dude. So what's cool about this is I'll probably I'll probably crush this at Mosh Isley. Um and just this because I don't want to walk around in armor, right? Unless I'm wearing a TK. But this I would wear all damn day, dude. This is like you look sharp, dude. Yeah, dude, looks good on you. Yeah, well, wash it. Huh? Wash it in cold water and air dry it. Don't shrink that thing. Yeah, good advice. That, that that fabric will shrink. Pro tip. So. And then I made pants, 
So um, I found pants on Amazon. <laughs> How did you take those off without getting without getting up? <laughs> Watch this. They're rip away. There's Velcro. Yeah, it's the rip away stuff. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, so these, um, I really didn't make these. This is called Amazon. I found a white stripe. This is the wrong color originally, but mm-hmm. I made it the right color. Die. And um, and can I wash these right now? Hell no. I'm just I'm just experimenting right now. I'm trying to get the right look. I'll figure that part out later. Uh, Why but, can't you wash them? Well, dude, it'll bleed into the white, and and it won't look good. Oh, so see this white? The white is fabric. The white is fabric. Uh, I thought you. Yeah, painted it'll bleed into this. So. Um, no eating nachos while wearing tech, basically, right? Because then I'll spill the cheese on it. Then I gotta wash them, and unless we just call it weathering. But... Did you? Because you you dyed them to that color, correct? Yeah, but, but you did... no, I didn't dye them. So here's 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 oh. what I here's what I couldn't do. Um, I I bought some pants originally that I dyed, and then I went and painted a white strip. That was the version one. I remember that. Yeah. This is version two oh. where it comes with a white strip sewn in. Oh. And so I found a paint that's water-based. Yeah. And I spray painted covering up the white. You painted the pants. I painted the pants, which is. Gotcha. Ee, like, you know, I need to be careful with these pants. Painted wanna... with like, uh, like a brush? No, it's, it's a spray can. Okay. And it, it worked. It probably won't come out. It probably won't come out. It won't bleed. It won't bleed. You don't think it'll bleed? I don't think so. But what if you? I might need to wash it with vinegar, right? What's that? What if you spray paint it with two K and then chrome them? them. No. (laughs) So so you know the trick was like cold water and vinegar. Usually that kind of helps. Yeah. Solidify the the color. Yeah, I just Uh, I found like like if it was aerosol paint, I mean that's in there. Like spray paint. Like if you spray paint something, it doesn't bleed. It doesn't bleed. You know what I mean? I don't know. Well, that's right, it. That's, my, so that's, that's a long workbench, right but <laughs> there you go. I'm I'm um, actually working on something. I I had printed so when I first printed Levi's bow for Omega, it ended up being massive, uh, hmm. but it was a pain in the butt to build and took forever and I did not want to deal with it again. So all those pictures that we all took as a big group, she carried it and the thing's gigantic. Uh, and then I had reprinted a smaller one, like 10% smaller, 5% smaller. I don't remember. And it's been literally in a box for like a year, uh, just collecting dust. And with the incoming trip to London now being solidified, I was like, you know what? I'm going to finish this one and bring that out, especially cause I'm kind of, I'm basically down the path of making her this season two Omega. So Christy's making the jacket, uh, pants are easy. Rami's going to help us out with a shirt. And, uh, I have the, I got her the full, like her leather belt bandolier set up from Delta. De- what are they? Delta leather works. What's her yeah. name? Delta, Delta Leather, leather works. works. Beaut- beautiful leather kit, Omega kit. Um, so I was like, you know what? It'd be super cool to finish this small bow, ship it out to London. Maybe just leave it there or something. Oh, do a giveaway on the show. Maybe. 
Oh, there you go. Maybe. Yeah. So um, find an Omega. Yeah, I'm. I'm working on that. Uh, Dude, that'd be yeah. rad. Be kind of slick. Maybe I just thought of that literally just That's now. A good idea. Um, but don't hold me. Brilliant. But because we already have one here, so um, yeah, I'm working on that, which is kind of fun. You guys were li- you got live last night. Ramy was live doing some modeling, and Joe got on there, and I was like, you know, I hopped on for a second. Put a bunch of red putty all over. I I was so busy. What was that? You were modeling. And by the way, it was 3D modeling, not fashion modeling. Just yeah. And it took me it took me a dozen times (laughs) to get in. So I was like, yeah, I was I was was busy looking at the screen and wasn't paying attention. I I mean, got it first try, Brian. He let Joe and and Megan <laughs> like right away, and I was like sitting there going, "Can I get in? Can I get in? Bro, it's, Can I get it's in? me, Can man. I Can I get it's in? Me, bro. Sorry, that obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Zing. That's it. So Omega's bow. That's what I'm working on. Right. A properly sized, right? Not a correctly made yeah, for correctly not scaled. made for a ten foot person. Yes, this one would be scaled to what Omega looks like when she's running. I'd really like to make it be able to attach to the bandolier too, so Levi can just go click. Like you're gonna stick a big old magnet in it. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude! There we go. Because the plate on the back, I think, is metal. If not, I could put a piece of metal onto it, and she could just go click, and then she could run around. That'd be tight. That'd be super tight. So, um. You know what? This isn't this isn't um, the workbench, but I got a new bow so I can do my archery and guy do jujitsu. That is one hundred percent workbench, dude. He just gave me this optic. Dude, these optics are super expensive. Optic for a bow? Yeah. Show it, dude. It's so sick. Bow sights are crazy. Yeah, dude, they're crazy, that thing. and it's um not cheap and. uh I was, he was like, Hey, I got this extra one. And I was like, Oh, cool. Thanks, man. I'll just, when I get some money, I'll let you know. And then that's something like, Chewy would use. It comes in crosshair colors yeah. too. I see. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Custom is green. And they have, you can see the little like red and green lights. It's like filament. Is it tritium? It's like, ah, usually, know. usually those sites are. It's, so uh, it's not, a little it's, bit of a glow. Um, vibranium or <laughs> uh, adamantium. Adamantium. Oh. <laughs> I yeah. always forget the name, but it, it basically it. captures the light from outside <laughs> and it makes it look like it's lit up. So Glow in the dark. This thing's sick. So and I'm hopefully to pick up my bow from the archery place tomorrow because it needed new strings. So nice. let's go. Let's go. Cool. That's it's it. all about the it's gear, man. Gear is fun. It's so fun and so expensive. Word. So well, I'm excited to hear John's workbench. Yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm just waiting. I chromed Mega- fifty thousand things. I grew no, my mustache no. five inches. I, that I did. <laughs> um, that that just today. Real workbench. Yeah. No. Uh, I like like we said earlier. I went up to Ramey's and um, I brought my whole season two tub tub of stuff, like the helmet and the 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 bodysuit and everything, all the armor. Um, and I I. I didn't piece any armor together. What I did do, I'll explain what Ramy did, but what I did, cause I, cause I wanted to take something at least to not just be watching him all day. I'm like, while you work, I'm going to work too. And we'll, we'll, we'll do stuff, whatever. But my, the thing I did was really quick. I, I installed the little LEDs in my knife sheath for Hunter. So now we have a little switch and it, and it turns on and it, it's a little, you're kind of debating that if you should. Yeah. LEDs or not. I wasn't yeah. going to, but Ramy walked up with a bag of LEDs. He's like, here you go. 
I was like, well, I guess I'm like, do you have soldering stuff? He's like, yep, let me bring it up. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm putting lights in here. I'm such an enabler. <laughs> I, yeah, no, well, I, I think we need to coin that as the, the, the echo effect or the Ramey effect, something. The like, echo effect. Oh, I like the that. echo effect. I like that. That's echo good. effect. Yeah. Yeah. Sure well, he, I was like, maybe I'll do it. Maybe I won't. Um, like, I'll, I'll think about it later. And he's like, well, I have all these LEDs and I have all the cable and all the wiring and I have the, and I have the light switch with the, the switch with the battery. Of course like, he does. I'm like, okay, fine, fine, I'll do it. So yeah, so I did, did you that. Pull it out from behind his back, like from nowhere. Just <laughs> it was in a bag. He just had a little bag. Like it, the bag it had in everything arm. in it already. It had everything in it already. The bag. So I was like, okay, you're, it's already ready to go. Let's go. Yeah. It's like I've been saving this. <laughs> <laughs> he, no, just, he just carries a bag of LEDs wherever Dude, he goes. He, he had everything, and then he just got the you guys, soldering equipment. You guys don't? <laughs> I mean, I, I do, actually. <laughs> I usually just forget I have stuff. I mean, on my yeah. desk right now, I've got I've got a thing of magnets. I've got uh, <laughs> these are the little, the little uh, battery holders for the LED thing that, uh, that John it. had there. So. I have a drawer yeah. full of like, Velcro. Yeah, but so yeah, so I put those LEDs in and while I was doing that, which was it actually took me like, I don't know, half an hour or something, 45 minutes. um, Raimi was basically engineering my vest from scratch. Uh, It's my vest is already on the mannequin right there. I I don't know if you can see it well, but it it is insane. Well, it's it's tight on there. I got to like. Dude, you didn't wear it home. You don't have it on right now. It's literally on the mannequin with everything else. Like, what are you doing? It's like you don't care, John. Yeah. Yeah, I'm it's hurt. right there. I made sure the armor sat on it perfectly, but I just took the chest off so you could see the, Ramey, the work Ramey did. I, I like mine. It's, I thank you, Joe. I I know. Oh, I, shut up. I appreciate you, Joe. <laughs> Get out of here. I'll try it on because the thing is, I don't have the belt rig yet, and I think it doesn't look yeah. right without the belt rig. So I'm like, it it it's there. Once I have something else that'll complete it a little more, I'm gonna put it all on and show everyone. Um, are you making that rig or what, what what's your thoughts no on that? so well I, i'm i'm commissioning uh corollian dry goods oh those guys are great oh, he's awesome yeah, yeah. He's great. He, he makes the best han solo rigs i've ever seen and um i have it right good, dude. right yeah amazing. brian has it that's probably the one i'm talking about um but yeah. he so i'm like well this sort of looks like a han rig but it's like double doubled up you know and it has the, the different holsters yep. and um and he's like yeah let's do it you know he's already mocking up like the design and stuff so i'm like cool I just have to send him some measurements, but he's already, he has the buckles cut out and everything already. So I'm like, oh yeah. Like, Did you send him all go. the images or does he pull in that himself? Yeah, yeah. No, I sent him a ton of reference. I'm like, well, the best I could really, because with, you know, with what we sure. have. Um, but he's like, yeah. oh, perfect. You know, I, I got it. No problem. So I'm like, all right, cool. Dude, that's going to look, I, you already know that's going to be an automatic, like. Dude, it's an automatic stuff. win. Yeah. yeah. That's why I'm like, I'm, I, the thing is, I, I don't want to bug him about it because he's doing other stuff, you know? I, I don't think he's working sure. on it so much now. He's doing like, he's worth it, dude. He's really good. Oh, yeah. That's why I'm like, he'll, oh, he'll make, he'll make your deadline. He's, he's, yeah. uh, I remember I was asking him about timelines and celebration last year and he, he meets him. He's really no, yeah, no, he, he's he's a genius. And I also commissioned, I don't know if you guys know Maddie. Uh, she's a local Mando here. Um, and she's doing the little side spat thing or whatever they are, the side, um, I don't know, like padded armor. She's doing those for me. Um, but otherwise, cool. yeah, everything else is somewhat done, except I need to finish one of the gauntlets. And I think Rami's going to model me the second gauntlet so I can print and, and knock that out. And then, it, but yeah, so... I think I got sidetracked. Ramy did such a good job on my vest, um, and and even Ramy throw said, your armor on top of it. 
Yeah. What do you mean? Yeah. The, oh yeah, we we tried it on. He's got he's got more room in his armor than okay. you did with yours. Joe, so. Mine's mine's pretty rounded out. Yeah, I, I have a lot of room Plus inside. You flex. You, yours flexes and it's flexible. Which is yeah, kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. But um, but it, but it, it's perfect. Uh, we just need to add the white trim because I don't think we had uh, the fabric for that. Um, but otherwise, it's it's done, and it's insane. And Do you, you said sew, it was John or. or- no, I, I, I can hand sew a little bit, but uh, I, I don't know how to use a sewing machine. Not machine. I, I should I should learn. We we have one, I think. Instead of instead of watching Raimi, he was wiring a knife. Like Joe just well, no, watched Raimi well, no. and then went. My, home my knife took half an hour, dude. The, the the vest took eight hours or something. Should have been watching yeah, Raimi. Yeah, it was it was <laughs> Joe went home takes us all day to do that. I watched him ninety five percent of the time. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I was not doing anything. I was, yeah, dude. So if I wasn't watching Remy, I was walking to walk walking to his kitchen, grabbing some sour patch, shoving that in my mouth, uh, and then walking right back. I was making that tea. Was, <laughs> that was when my son wasn't stealing your sour patch. <laughs> dude, your family, they were like eyeballing that bag. So I brought the big bag. <laughs> of course you did. Well, if you bring the, the kitchen, one. Like, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah you yeah. have to, right? That's so sharing. Remy's got a has a tribe. So I dropped it in the kitchen and went <laughs> boom, boom, right in the kitchen. And all the kids were walking by. It's just eyeballing that thing all day. I believe like, it. You didn't say eat it. Go for it. And um, yeah. I, I would since this is the the workbench, and we're talking so much about soft goods. I think as a group, it would be good to reminding people and maybe giving them tips on weathering your soft goods. Oh yeah, because I think a lot of people will make a costume, Absolutely. and they spend so much time weathering the armor and then this and that. It's like. Well, don't forget about the the clothing because the so- like they went through the same experience that the armor has gone through. So there should be some weathering, and there's we can probably all offer a tip. And a tip that I have is there's a, there's a product called Otter Wax, that's which a, that's is like a bar, and it's <laughs> you can come up with something else. Um, that's a uh, good one though. If you rub it in the seams, or you can rub it on anywhere really and it's it's basically like a wax like a wax thing like say like a waxed canvas it's what they use to put on there so you can rub it on you can take a rag and like rub it into the fabric and you can use a heat gun too you can use a heat gun too um that's a great product to use for weathering um i'm sure everyone here has a tip on weathering soft goods i mean I've, i've almost just put stuff on and like army crawled on the ground just I've run oh, something. one of those yeah, tips. That wax, that yeah. wax is great to have the stick. So when you do crawl on yes. the ground, it's already it chunked up. Yeah, picks it up. Yeah. yeah, otter wax. Easy. Twenty bucks for a bar on Amazon. Dude, what was that cheap um, Lowe's paint? That's like a dollar ninety-eight. It it used to be ninety-nine cents. It's Lowe's black spray paint, flat black spray paint. I put that on everything. everything. It's ghetto. But it, it works. It works. It works. It works. Professionals use airbrush and they airbrush in the seams to add depth and texture. Cause like if you take a brand new, so you take your Joe's got his brand new vest on, you can see the seams there in the chest. But if you airbrush in a little color, a brown or a black or or a little yeah. contrast, it makes the it makes the clothing look a little older and used um, and adds depth. So make it match your armor. Yeah, easy, easy cheat is to just like all of the lines where they're stitching, just put a nice little kind of mist, a little bit of black or a burnt umber 
kind of along those lines, along the stitching around the edges. So think about, you know, it's, it's gross, but like think about where sweat would go and things like that. Like you can just add, <laughs> add color mm. here and there. So makes steamy. it look real. Steamy. I don't, uh, I hadn't done it when you were here, Joe, but I, John saw it. I had gone in and airbrushed line. All, I'd and it looked all good. Soft goods. So even really the white good. shirt, I followed the seams that are on those weird patches on the shoulders and, and put oh, them you did just that a little bit, of, even on the shirt. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. So. That, that vest was so crispy. It's like, it's like, you can imagine Echo going to the store, looking through all the racks saying, Ooh, this is the one I'm going to wear. This and one he, and, do. He, and, he, and he pulls it out and he tries it on and that's, that's where you were. And that's my image. But now you're like weathering it. So he's been in combat with it. Sweating. He's had it for a while. Had it for a while. Nice. Well, it got dirty when he fell into the water, you know, when they were running out of the forest there, out of the, the jungle. There you that. go. Got dirty. But yeah, I think for weathering. Um, so, so I usually use it for armor, but I've also used it on the Mando. So I use that otter wax uh, from that Brian mentioned. And then um, Fuller's earth is oh, just, yeah. it's, it's just a powder, but honestly, dude, you can grab dirt from the ground. I use ashes just, from a barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. Any, I've used I mean, rust. it's real. I, I put a Brillo pad. I got this from tip from John, a uh, Brillo pad in water. Let it soak for like, what? Half a day. Rust. And then just pull that rust with a brush and just put it on, on the, on the cloth and the material in certain corners. And it, and it provides this really nice, realistic, rustic. Mm-hmm. It is real. Feel. It's, yeah. it's, it, not only is it realistic, it's real. It's rust. It's real rust. Yeah. yeah. It's real rust. Yeah. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm weathering fabric, I like to use um color hairspray. Mm. Oh. Um it's like um they come in they come in like all kinds of colors. Like neon green is like what most people think of or like blue. For like Halloween or, type stuff. Yeah, yeah. stuff right. like that. But they uh it's uh, it's called streaks and tips. And you can get it at like Sally Beauty Supply. Cause they sell just like black and gray and there's actually like a, a color that's like very identical to, to burnt umber and you can, and when you spray it on there on, on clothing, it just lightly mists it. Um, and then you just lock it in with a uh, 2k. Uh, like <laughs> actually I, I use a just matte clear coat, like Krylon clear coat or, or Rust-Oleum clear coat and it locks in all those the colors. freshness. We were talking about uh, uh, the the 3D modeling that I was doing last night. So you were asking about that, John. So I'm modeling out the hilt from, uh, so in one of the episodes of Visions, the princess, or not the prince, God, the prince bride, uh, the village, the village bride, <laughs> princess bride, also a good movie, but uh, the village bride, uh, the, uh, the, the Jedi character F. Her name's just F, so she's got a, a lightsaber, and you don't really get a good look at it in the animation. Um, but there's a good, uh, there's a, a whole page of it in the art of book, and so I'm modeling that hilt out. So, and I've actually got like all the guts to put into a lightsaber, and um, I've got a blade that's sort of the samurai style, kind of curved blade. Uh, it's not a normal lightsaber blade. I'm gonna do that whole saber. So was doing the modeling for that got decent chunk of it done got a little more knocked out on that today uh did uh like like you said we worked on on your vest so that was that was always fun so Mm -hmm. some interesting detail it's funny how like there we've done three of these now and there's almost nothing in common amongst any of them 
other than I'm trying to make sure that I like keep the palette of colors as limited as I can so that they look cohesive so that they look cohesive. So like if there's a if there's a charcoal that's on techs and hunters that are pretty close together, like I just use the same charcoal for for both. So that, you know, I'm hoping that what that's going to equate to is when we're all standing next to each other, it's it's going to make it all pop even more. So uh, a lot of work on Echo has been done. So I redid the comma. Uh, I did it in linen, which I should have just done in the first place because it just flows so nice and it's nice and clean. Um, so I'm way happier with this one. Uh, I got all my leather work done. Uh, I made, based on the, the survey that we did last week, uh, I made pants. So I've got pants that are appropriately tailored and have the right details on them so that it looks the way that he does the animation. I've got the, the details painted on there. So those are made. Um, did a new poll this week. So on Echo's armor, which is I've got I'm wearing the armor in case anybody's watching the, the YouTube or the live stream. <clears throat> um, underneath his armor along the bottom edge, there's like a black edge that shows. And I don't think it's I don't think it's a shadow because no matter which direction the light's coming from, you still see that same line, um, that black line. And, and it moves with his body and not with the armor. So if he turns a certain way and the armor twists, but his body doesn't, that black detail stays put on his body and doesn't flex with the armor. So I, f I feel like it's another layer that's kind of hiding there. Um, so and John's getting his vest down. <laughs> I knew it. Boy. <laughs> Dude, peer, peer pressure for the win. Guilt is a powerful tool. <laughs> use it to your advantage like the force. So uh, so I'm probably going to use like some EVA foam or maybe a piece of neoprene or something that I'll add that black detail along the bottom of the armor. Um, the only thing that's left at this point is the backpack. And that's only because I sort of had to restart the top half once I realized after the show came out that there were some details that were a little out of whack. Um, but that also means that it won't be long here before I've got the files available for people because I just need to kind of take the original top half, which was uh, John's got the vest on. Nice. Atta boy. Look at this construction. The, yeah. Dude. It, yeah. Oh. Velcro. Look at this. Look for people in the video. Let me see. Where's my camera there. Look at this. So this opens up so I can get my head in and blah, blah. Yeah, Hunter's head's actually really big. Like, like by the time Thanks. we made the hole in the neck big enough for that, it Dude, was like not going like to work. This big, <laughs> it's not your average head. Well, then I that's mean, the other problem. It's like there's no zippers on any of these things. Like, fortunately, Tex had an easy way to kind of hide the closure. And so we basically made the whole front overlap. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. That worked out. And so... <laughs> Mine, there's no, the there's nowhere to do that on mine. So I've got to hide a zipper in the back. So mine's split open down the back. Yours, we had that detail down the front. So we were able to do that there. Luke Skywalker. Yeah. yeah. We should put, put we should there. put white inside there. Dude. <laughs> well, we didn't have any white anyway. So this is true. So it's not too late. Yeah. Boom. Um, so then, uh, yeah. So again, we'll get the, I'll get the backpack files out here for everybody. Uh, it's imminent within days at this point. So, hey, Crosshair, like where's your vest? He, he uh, he's he, oh. he's a little jelly right now. Oh, he took <laughs> off. Yeah, and he's yeah. He, he's making a vest right now that doesn't yeah. exist. <laughs> just to join. First vest. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh, I got a vest. 
I got a vest. <laughs> He's going to grab like some professional like men's warehouse vest or something. It doesn't know. get better than what we have, to be honest. So, dude, this is a Raimi special. Like, yeah, well, we need a tag that says the echo effect somewhere. Yeah, that should be your brand. Woven. Maybe. So, well, OK, so I, I had this conversation with somebody the other day. Um, I I have looked into getting like you can get little tags made with whatever you want. on. We're them. doing it. Um, We're doing it. I'm investing right now. I expect um, dividends monthly. <laughs> I, I, my original plan was my, because I made for a while there, I was making so many Emperor Palpatine robes. I was just going to get ones that said the Emperor's new clothes and just leave it. And like, that was going to be my, my brand that I was going to throw in everything. But uh, and yeah, maybe we need to come up with something that says echo now. We'll see. The echo effect. Trademark. Um. The only other thing, and I don't have mine with me, however, because um, it's in my truck, but uh, we've been, we got these uh, Arabesh decoder rings. So I know Hunter's got one here. He's holding up to the camera. Um, Joe's got his. Brian, yours is in the mail. And Steven, I keep thinking I'm going to see you, and then I don't. And so oh, for <laughs> I, real? I hadn't mailed you. You sent me one? Pick it up in yeah. two weeks. Yeah. I, oh, yeah. I'll see you in a couple weeks for sure. Thank you, so, guys. These things are really cool. So they're the size of like a, a challenge coin. And on they basically around the edge they've got um, Arabesh and our alphabet, so that you can have these and kind of go to Disneyland or whatever and and, and use them to decode the Arabesh you can, writing. You can read. Yeah, and so he originally he had um, one. There was sort of a, a brass looking metal, and it had the the Rebel logo on it. And I I got one of those and I posted a picture of it. And then so many people in my in the comments were like, "We need an Imperial one," because. I've got so many followers that are on the 501st side. So he turned around within like a couple of weeks, he cranked out these Imperial ones and did them in a different color. And uh, so these ones are silver and they're really cool. So, and they come with a chain so you can kind of wear it around your neck. Um, oh, so, well, so we got, we got early ones, so we didn't, but, I have a but, chain. It's all good. Yeah. And he also makes ones that do the, the Mando alphabet as well. Do, so. You know what I liked about his uh, his uh, Instagram is he has a view. So so he takes easily obtainable pieces of clothing from Amazon or whatnot, and he creates sort of like this rebel Star Wars in-universe look from things that you can easily buy, like $20 yeah. here and there. And he puts together clothes that you can wear. And he actually wears it like during the day. I, I, I don't know what he does for a living, but he models like star Wars in universe clothing. And it, and so yeah. I followed him and I, I actually went to Amazon and bought a piece. Cause I, cause as we get ready for London, which I'm sure we'll talk about eventually, um, I'm not going to wear armor all damn day. Right. So, you know, we'll, we'll troop maybe for a couple hours, four hours, get some photos, but then I want to suit, you know, dress down. And he's, he's actually showing you what he's purchasing. Um, the, the shirt, the pants, the shoes as just options. Yeah. And it's, it's fun, dude. So, so thank you so much for, for giving, first of all, these things are cool, but also like giving people ideas of yeah, how to out. kind of be in universe. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So it's, it's Bill Maddox, um, at B I L L I M A D D O X on Instagram. And it's makermaddox.com is the site that he sells stuff through. So check it out. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. A little bit of a light news week this week. So um, 
first thing on the list, Jedi Fallen Order. So the 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 uh, well, it's I guess it's Jedi Survivor, right? The follow-up to Jedi Fallen Order. So that game was originally um, scheduled for March 17th release. It's been pushed out six weeks. So now we're looking at April 28th. Uh, the the wah, game. Wah, wah. Yeah, yeah, I know. I haven't told my son. He's going to be not happy. Um, although it gives me extra time because I got to. I guess I got to buy a new PlayStation because it doesn't work on the old one. Is that true? This is what, what? I, somebody said that it only works on the new one. What does? I don't, really, the, the new the, the new, new Jedi. Jedi Fallen Order game. Yes, it's a PS5. Yes, yes, yes. True. Wow. Okay. Well. Yeah. Next gen. I guess that's good that it got pushed out to April twentieth because his his birthday is May the fourth, so that will kind of line up a little nicer to. Uh... And it's better, wouldn't you rather them spend more time in getting it right than them rushing something out and it? Wait, 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 wait. Yes. Wait, wait. They pushed the release date to four twenty. Four twenty eight. Four twenty eight. April twenty eighth. Oh, got it. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Like, they really Cowling did that. Ain't smoking the dust sticks. <laughs> so the 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 official statement was they're polishing the final release and enhancing performance. So that was all I had to say about why. Polishing Enhance. and enhancing performance. Enhance. 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 Yep. <laughs> Super troopers reference. Sorry. Um, so a little bit of little bit of uh, Mandalorian news. We got a new poster uh, that. I think I just saw it today. So um, he's standing on top of the N1 and he's holding the, holding his blaster and the dark. What? I didn't dark see this. Yeah. There's a new poster. So what have you been doing all day, dude? It's all over Instagram. They're kind of really, really stylized. Yeah. And uh, Grogu's in the little pod on the back where the, the droid socket goes. And I, I, I heard somebody was on this podcast. I heard somebody comment that it looks like he's actually on uh Concord Dawn. And that, that it's Mandalore that you see in the background up in the sky. So that's pretty cool. They've also been running a reel on social media, showing a lot of footage from Celebration, just kind of hyping the Mandalorian. So since it's one month from today, as we record this, that it comes Ooh. out. I can't, I can't, I got to say we're super spoiled right now. And we don't even know it. I know. Yeah. Does Bad Batch so end spoiled. and Mando start? Or do they overlap? No, they're going to They overlap. Yeah. Is it going to show yeah. on what, what's what's the day that it's going to show of the week? Yeah, good question. Fridays probably. Wednesdays yeah, no, can't be Wednesdays. Wednesdays We're going to have Wednesdays. two shows, dude. That doesn't seem right. Come on, what? we yeah. we already March had 1st that. First is a Wednesday, so we're going to have Bad Batch oh, and Mandalorian. Yes, dude. I don't like God, that. We got to like. It, mean it's hard. Fine. You either got to stay up late or or like play hooky from work to just to catch up on the bad batch so we can talk about it on this add another show that's an hour long every week to the same <laughs> thing it's gonna I, so they say be- that you need eight hours of sleep to be healthy we're obviously not healthy anymore we're not like, healthy no, no never this been. is poor marketing on their part i mean the point of this is, is you want people coming back they should make it on fridays that way you like you have bad batch on wednesdays looking forward to the weekend they need to Fridays are Marvel Fridays now. Right? Write a letter, Brian. Thursday. Write a letter to Disney. They have been. They need to call me. Call me. Oh, actually, no. I think Bob, Loki Bob, is starting the number. new thing. What? Loki season two is going to be on Tuesdays now. So See? Marvel, it's Marvel Tuesdays. Uh, so Monday night at midnight. They should make it on Monday. Tuesday. Marvel Mondays. When is that? When does Duh. that come out? <laughs> Marvel yeah, right? Midnight. When does season two? 
or Mandalorian on Mondays, Mando Monday. Mando Monday. Duh. Uh, I mean, there's already a hashtag with plenty of content. Disney, what could you listen to our Instagram, yo? Come on, Disney Plus. Actually, honestly, what what we'll probably end up doing is we'll just, uh, we'll probably just, like the five of us could just watch Bad Batch together here. We're watching next week together live, right? Uh, yeah, next week, the double episode, we're doing the live stream. Brian, you're doing it. You're uh, going to wake up at three in the morning. <laughs> I don't know. We're doing it here now. Yeah, we're going mean, to We're going to do it during our normal recording time. Not now, because now, now is now. Right. Later. But now, now later. then. Now then. Now and later, which is a good candy, by the way. Not as good as Sour Batch. We'll do Not definitely, no. But starting March 1st, <laughs> I think we should just watch the episode here. That way we can watch Mando on our own time. On Mando Mondays. On our own time. <laughs> That's before <laughs> Wednesday. <laughs> I'm so oh, happy. And it comes full circle. I'm so happy. <laughs> okay, so we've got a little bit of celebration news. Um, we got more guests announced this week. Uh, so uh, Hayden Christensen, Dennis Lawson, Mads Mickelson, which, by the way, this is his first appearance at a celebration. Uh, Katie Sackhoff. Which I know will be uh, a lot of our fans are going to. Mads is director Krennic. <laughs> yeah, not right. Lars or no. Yeah, Mads Milk. Isn't that who yeah. Mads is? Yeah, Mads Galen Urso. Yes. Same dude. Yeah, dude. Rogue One. Yeah. Not director Krennic. Not director Krennic. No, no that's a uh, right. Right movie. Wrong guy. That's Mendelssohn. Got it. Mendelssohn. Got it. Jeez. Got it. I'm really bad though. at this stuff. I'm sorry. <laughs> Brian, just keep making costumes, bro. You're good at that. You're really good at that. Farming. <laughs> it's a peaceful so, life. So, get guests, again, Hayden Christensen, Dennis Lawson, <laughs> Mads Mickelson, Katie Sackhoff, and James Arnold Taylor. So, and they actually, so autograph and photo op uh, tickets are already available for the guests that they've announced so far. And I assume that now from moving forward as guests are added, they'll also be kind of ready day and date for, for photo ops and, and uh, autographs. Did you see the price for Hayden Christensen? I know. Like 600. Or, are you 600 serious, bro? Euros? 600 euros, bro. Really? That's like come on more than that. Come on, that's a million U.S. dollars. <laughs> come on, <laughs> basically, hey, one billion dollars or five hey. echoes. Let's let's five echoes. Let's. I'm not. Gonna <laughs> it's like one Boba Fett twenty-one back. Dude, imagine imagine like we we pay all this money for Hayden six six hundred euro or euros or pounds or whatever, and it's, it's like a thousand U.S. dollars. The photo takes how long? Two seconds, thirty seconds. Thirty. You're herded through there like cattle. Yeah. They, they they herd you through like like so. Those that don't know that I've never been to a con. Like, can you explain what it's like to be in that? You're position? in line for hours, and then you come in. You say hi for literally five seconds. They snap a photo and it's they push not, you out. It's not hours. Um, um, we did we did um, uh, Emily Emily Swallow the armor, yeah. and that was the first armor. time we've ever done anything like that you waited like 30 40 minutes until we got in but it was literally like it's literally like Mm -mm. click you're i did ray park you don't even have a chance to like really engage with that that person at all no 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 
It's literally Dude, just. Exactly I did Ray Park and You're I like, did Freddie yeah. Prince Jr. in in 2017 for Celebration. It's seconds, seconds. Like, yeah. I I, I showed Ray Park the saber. He's like, oh cool. He posed with it. We took a photo. It's like, all right, thanks. And you leave. You know what? You, you know what this reminds me of. So in in England, when when I was stationed there in the military, there's Stonehenge. Everybody knows this famous like it's like the one of the eighth wonders of the world or whatever. You go see it. And you take a photo there and you're like, it's just a bunch of rocks. You're like, that's it. That's right. it. Yeah. Like, we're not doing Stonehenge when we go. No, no. <laughs> but, sure. but what I mean is like the equivalent is like, that's it. I just got a picture with yeah. this really cool. I got a picture it, with Vader, but it, it lasted two seconds. That's yeah. You, you, you don't it get really, to like chat. You don't get to do anything. It really, it really just makes you feel like a money grab and puts you a pit in your stomach. And the, and the crappy part is this is, you can get experiences with actors like that outside of that environment more organic and more genuine more natural, and yeah. you get a better feeling out of it like ashley yeah. if you ever run into ashley she's a sweetheart she'll say hi to you she'll take a picture with you she'll talk to you she spends time right or you can spend 150 dollars and walk in and they'll snake a picture of you and click like i want to ask on. aiden but dude like, like how hot is lava like how how rude. <laughs> like i want to ask him like what else are you doing <laughs> like like is that is that really that hot i mean come on dude. Yes. i've always so I've, I've done some of the photo ops but i we've i've done plenty of autographs i always try and think of something that's not related to what they're there for that they've done other shows, other movies. Yeah, so like when I saw Mark Hamill, I, I talked to him about doing the voice of the Joker, which is not what he was at a celebration to talk about. And so all of a sudden it pulls him out of that and he starts talking in the Joker's voice. So he starts doing like the monologue from The Killing Joke. I'm like, oh my gosh, goosebumps. But That's a brilliant move for like networking and just kind of pulling away from the obvious and just kind of pulling in because yeah. they'll remember you next time too. be like, Oh yeah. I remember you talked to me something about something completely different than why I was there. And it's that's still relevant to them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. it's their Yeah. But listen, no shade oh. on star Wars celebration. Some people are super into it. And if you really want that picture, it's a way of getting that picture. Hey, yeah. Guaranteed. It's the only way. I have True, a nice. Essentially. I have a nice. I think it's what you make it because I've seen interactions when people will go up there to take the photo and they're not shy about their time with the actor, yeah. you know, um, and the actor is not going to be like, OK, yeah, whatever. Move along. I mean, they're going to engage. Show engage the same, yeah. yeah, they're going to show the same level of enthusiasm. Now, what I can't really get behind is when they had the the plexiglass wall. Oh yeah, for COVID. That's it. Was like they should not have. They just just shouldn't have had. Just don't do it. Yeah, dude, that looks so cringe. I mean, well, they want their money. I'm sorry. They're not going to do it for the folks that paid the money for that. I'm sorry. It looked ridiculous. Yeah, it's like it's like you're at the it's like you're at the the jail. It's like you're in prison when you're, you're like visiting. touching against yeah. the glass. <laughs> should have, they should have phones. Yeah, dude, hey, hey you're, you're doing you're doing the fist bump like to the to the glass. Yeah, another hand. Like, yeah. I, if if I ever did like one of those and and they put the plexiglass there, I would I would do the cable guy. Oh, Billy! <laughs> put it on the window. Oh gosh. 
Just just one. Uh, that's funny. <laughs> so so in in Chicago, I wore my Lobot costume to a photo op, and I had a, an autograph ticket for him too for Billy D. Williams. Yes, he, you know. So he didn't like. He was literally just sitting in a chair, and they walked me in. They sat me next to him, or stood me next to him. They take the picture. I'm gone. Like no interaction for the photo op at all. But so then I go out and I get in the line for the autograph. And I get to the front and they're like, do you want him to like personalize it? And I said, will he make it out to Lobot if I ask him to? And they're like, we can try. And so the guy writes on a little post-it note what you want him to write. And so he writes to Lobot and he puts it on the, the picture. And so the picture gets set in front of Billy D, and I'm standing in front of him in that. And he's he's looking down at the picture and he looks at it and he looks at the post-it note and he looks up at me and he says, okay. And he signed, makes it out to Lobot. I mean, it was so cool. <laughs> Because I had that little moment with him where like he had to take himself out of the moment and look up to be like, what is this guy? Oh, okay. All right. He's dressed like, up yep, like Lobot. He's Lobot. Yeah. <laughs> okay. or, or he was like, I don't even know what this dude is. <laughs> yeah. Is he from Star Trek? Like, what yeah. Is- <laughs> he's like, are you sure you're in Star Trek? I don't remember <laughs> these guys. Did, did you mention uh, Mosh Eisley at San Diego Comic-Con eventually? Did we talk about that? I did didn't uh although that's a good call so yeah mosh isley is uh uh, it's happening during san diego comic-con yep on the friday of comic-con yes and i i wanted to do a little know what it is you want to just i was gonna say describe it john yeah yeah it's basically like a pop punk slash star wars party essentially i would say because it's a lot of nostalgic 2000s pop punk and and sort of punk uh, influence music emo too emo. yeah a, a little bit of everything in, in, in that bubble um and it's a bunch of star wars nerds basically coming together under that banner of you know uh nerd and and pop punk vibes party it, it's a lot of fun yeah. yeah it is a lot of fun for sure and i wanted to do tickets a call to arms sale this friday oh. this friday tickets go on sale yeah tickets go on sale on the on february 3rd Yep, nice. Friday. So, we're def- we're, I mean, the, the, so, if we're going we're all to Comic Con, right? I think yeah. I'm I'm definitely going 100%. I don't think Brian's there. going. But okay, so I want to do a call to arms here on the podcast. Brian. Here on the podcast, I want to say if if anyone has an Arkina 5 costume and they want to wear it to the Mosh Eisley party, <laughs> I think you yes. should. That's what I'm going to wear. It's kind of like we broke out just to go party. You, and you Dude. could probably put some shoes on, I guess, because you don't want to so be it's like, no. it's like 30 bucks. No, thirty no, bucks no, is no, not no, that no. expensive for Mojave. Yeah, the, the, the AliExpress suit if, for thirty bucks is great. If you Ali if you guys if you guys wear shoes, I don't. I don't this thing is doesn't count. <laughs> Brian, have you ever had Shut your feet up, stepped dude. on at a show? Come on, yeah. Look, hurts, the, the, bro. These costumes, these Narquina Five costumes, Do were you, thirty thirty three dollars on AliExpress. Yeah, John, why aren't you wearing it? You don't appreciate it, like you don't appreciate Remy's next next show. Do you go out? Do you go out in your hunter outfit without the thighs or without boots? Um, for season two, half the thighs. Why not? Sure. <laughs> anytime, 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 anytime. Do you anytime. wear a stormtrooper without the forearms? So you can get a painter's outfit from Home Depot for like six bucks and some orange. Quit trying duct to change the subject for like three dollars. Green accuracy boots. is our most up, most priority. So we need going to go boots. ghetto. Well, There's two conversations dude, happening. That right too. Now. Yeah, but <laughs> dude, you, you can't get more ghetto than $33 at AliExpress. Oh, 
You can catch us at Star Wars. Dude, under 10 bucks. All of us in our Kenified outfits. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well definitely too. a celebration. 100%. I'm going to rock some yeah. flip flops. I'll rock flip flops, you know, because I don't want to get shocked from the floor. I mean, well, that's you can stupid. get the. Who uh, wants to get shocked from the floor? Brian wore some like weird sticky stuff on it, like sticky foot in, in soles things when he, when he did the Spider Man. So that's cheating too. So Dude, don't, he don't, just got. Don't get too proud. He just got some frozen because we love frozen clear resin and <laughs> put it on his feet. UV light and then water. UV lighted the crap out of that. That's <laughs> like a which we don't recommend s- to do. Sunny with a chance. Also, of don't eat it. 3D resin on your feet. yes. Nope. Don't yeah. don't, don't do that. And don't, don't put re- frozen resin and doing something <laughs> wrong in the same sentence, please. <laughs> Basically, like don't do anything we're saying. Right now. I, I, yeah. I, I will say though, just shout out to to Honda Supply Mike and the and the crew at Thank the Maker Pod. Um, yeah. I saw the poster go up for Ooh. for the Mosh Eisley, and I was like, "It's oh, such a good poster." I'm so jealous. It's not Ryan, too late. It's out. not too late to just fly out, dude. Wear the Makina Five costume on the plane. Yeah. If you get one of those little <laughs> lowrider trucks and start driving today, or buy a mini truck, you get have the chance truck. of breaking down five times. You and will still break get here times. by the summer, but you might get I have here. So much stuff planned, dude, and flights are so <laughs> expensive. It's just not happening. Like dude, London fun- alone is like. Let's get a GoFundMe me. going for. Brian. Yeah, let's get like, Brian no, out. No, 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 I don't. No, 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 no. He doesn't want to come. It's fine. No, thank you. I don't want people's money. No, Boom. I don't. Know. All right. No, no, no. All right. Let's bring it back. So again, um, start the news. New- Remy. <laughs> Somebody said we need t-shirts with that on it. <laughs> yes. Droid is ready. Yeah, that too. Um, so again, uh, keep your eye on uh, the Star Wars news for additional guest announcements for Celebration because at, I think from this point on, as they're announced, they're going to be available. So, and some of those will sell out quick and the bigger names are going to come the closer we get to the show. And speaking of celebration guest announcements. I've been stuck on Camino my whole life. Can't we explore? Family There's, there is nothing better than unveiling a new bumper. And we <laughs> so don't good. know about it. And we don't yeah. know about yeah. it. Steven and I were the only ones that knew about it. That's the Dude, that was epic, Steven. Good that, was job. Great. that was great. I, I tried. Great. I could not come up with anything that good. Steven saved it in the, in the 11th hour. So hopefully you've already seen the teaser we put up about it last week because we got the news and couldn't contain our excitement. But first, a little background. This year's celebration is introducing a new stage to their lineup called the HoloNet News Stage, which is aimed at podcasts and online news outlets. So naturally, being a podcast, we applied. But we feel like what we have surrounding us is more than just the podcast. We also see this incredibly creative and thriving online community that we've been fortunate enough to find ourselves a part of now. So we pitched a slightly different idea to Lucasfilm. We literally scheduled a call and talked to them about what we had in mind to sort of break the mold for that stage a little and do something more than more interactive than having people sit in chairs and watch us be talking heads behind a table. Fortunately for us, they liked what they heard. We mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, and there will be additional dates announced. But for now, we can confirm that the Dad Batch podcast Family Reunion will be live at Celebration London 2023. 
Join us, the Dad Batch, and meet up with cosplayers and makers from around the world. We've seen what this community can do with when we re- rally around a common goal. Just look at the legendary things the community accomplished during the holiday season with the charity drives we participated in. Or the talent that we here on the Dad Batch podcast see each and every day being shared with the world through social media, build parties, and conventions inspires us to want to up our game. Someone messaged me about our, after our announcement the other day and said they were excited to meet us. Well, the truth is, it's actually the other way around. We are excited to meet all of you. Sure, we get behind these microphones every week and talk about what we're doing, but the reality is we're more interested to hear about what everyone else has going on, and the family reunion events we plan to do throughout the year is our chance to do just that. This is your chance to not just join us as we record a podcast, but more importantly, your opportunity to share with us and the community what you're working on, your tips, tricks, and even compliments with your fellow artists, and see their amazing work in person too. Add real-life interactions to friendships that otherwise might only have ever existed online and experience for yourself firsthand what we see each and every day and how this is the best online community and family in the galaxy. So stay tuned as we expect to have a lot more to share in the coming weeks. And who knows, this might not be the first family reunion event on the calendar, so we might all get to see each other even before celebration. Let's go. That's so good. (laughs) Let's go. So yeah, so we'll be we're going part, to London. We'll be part of the show. Well, you were already going to London, but 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 we'll be uh, part of that Holonet news got- stage. And I actually yeah. don't even know if they're going to put us on that stage now, knowing that we're doing something a little different. So we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. Woo. One of the the biggest regrets I had from celebration last um, last year was not getting a chance to meet a lot of the people that I've been able to connect via social media that have been supporting not only like my build, but our build, like our whole coming together of the bad batch costuming thing that we did. Um, because we were so jam packed with stuff to do during those four days. Like every, it seemed like every day was every hour we were was busy. filled. And if it wasn't yeah. filled, well, if, if we weren't busy, then it's like, okay, we had some free time. Let's go hit the floor and just troop and just, just have take pictures with people. But in doing that, we missed a lot of opportunities to connect with folks. And so I'm really glad that that we talked about this as a group. And Ramey and Steven, you kind of, I think, led the charge. And it was easy for John and Brian and us to just kind of, hell yeah, let's do this. Let's really be intentional with connecting to people, which is going to be rad. And, and especially with the folks that are overseas that we don't get to even really connect with at all unless we're live streaming or whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude, this is so cool. So thank you, man. That's 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 exciting. Yeah. So we'll have I've I've some folks have asked me kind of more about it. Like we'll have an open mic too. And this is again, this is this is the our audience's chance to get to be part of the show. Again, share what what you're working on. Imagine being able yeah. to to kind of bring your your build to the workbench and talk about it on on the show. So yeah. So rather than us talking about our weekly workbench, I mean, we're going to be spending that week at celebration hanging out with you guys. So we want to see what's on your workbench. Yeah. Uh, yeah. When 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 we're gonna do text Q and A, I mean the questions aren't gonna be necessarily from us or towards us. They're not gonna like, be screened. Go- They're gonna be like yeah. live. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. I mean, yeah, I mean, that, yeah. How about having how about having an actual conversation with Crosshair? You got to yeah. do the voice, Brian. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying. He's gonna just say, "Fine, or- get away." I want to be left alone. <laughs> my gun, my rifle. Sorry, 
Or he's going to say, hold my fire puncher, you know? Fine. <laughs> no. Hey, now. <laughs> um, uh, hey, now. It, it is cool. It is cool, too. I'm actually looking forward to, to like, I feel like we only had that one day where we suited up, really, at Celebration. And, like, this, this is, like, uh, a little easier because we're all pretty much bringing, I mean, we might bring, like, a soft, you know, or an Arkina five costume or whatever. But I have a feeling like we'll be in bad batch, like almost every day for at some point in time. And we're going to be able to cruise because it is, it is true. Joe, like grin, we had some fun stuff and we did some stuff that we probably wouldn't do again, but we did have fun, but walking the floor and just cruising. That was, was the, the best. best. Yeah. was the best. So, and we, and I do feel like we didn't really get enough of that. So, I think my favorite part is when we were walking the floor, we went to the sideshow booth. Yeah. And then the five of us stood in front of our (laughs) figures. So fun. Our hot toys figures at sideshow. (laughs) Yeah. And then like, we're literally, we're like about to leave. And then they start taking photos of us. And then Latif Crowder. Yeah. And, 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 um, Brendan Wayne. Brendan, Brendan, Wayne. Brendan Wayne from the Mandalorian. And they like start taking pictures with us and we're like, what? What's going on? <laughs> In front of the sideshow booth, right? I forgot oh, about man. that. That's crazy. I forgot. Yeah. Yeah, that was a good time. And that, that cool. kid, that little kid that came that was a little Kaminoan. Oh, yeah. That was like oh, a yeah. Lama Sue, the little Lama oh, Sue. Yeah. And we need more of that. We need more of that, you know? So. It's going to be fun. Dude, celebration has so much energy. Like, like we, you know, I've done Comic Con. Celebration's different because it's all Star Wars. You're not, I don't want to say distracted, but you don't have Marvel. You don't have DC. It's just You're there for one Star thing. Wars. Mm-hmm. One thing only. And, uh, and so oh. Justin Sonnenfeld talks about unifying us over a really cool thing that George Lucas created for us. This is like times a million over across what four days it's, it's, it's going to be really rad. So hopefully this opportunity that Ramey and Steven and everybody was kind of dreaming of to create the family reunion is going to create opportunity for us to really build stronger relationships. I think that's, that's really cool. Yep. That's what it's for. That's what it's about. George has this hopeful story and it's something that he's reiterated most times I've seen him, uh, you know, after we've been making things uh, without him is remember to make these stories hopeful. Remember to give that to kids because they really need it. Alrighty, guys. Episode review of The Bad Batch, Season 2, Episode 6, titled Tribe. This had a runtime of 28 minutes, directed by Stuart Lee, written and edited by Matt Miknovitz. The Bad Batch helps bring a new friend home. I just gotta say, guys, I mean, when I saw Wrecker doing the Wookiee <laughs> growls, I was like, is this like real life happening on my TV? What is going on right now? That's so awesome. I loved it. What'd you guys think? Gunji. That was dope about Wrecker. I loved watching Wrecker sort of mimic the, the Wookiee vibe. When, right? Even in the fighting scene, remember when they're on top of that that tank? And he starts like And then you know, Wrecker's like Exactly. <laughs> Dude, he he was all about the Wookiees, a hundred percent. That was good. Yeah, the Wookiee juice. He was like all about it. Wookiee juice? <laughs> yeah. What is that? Is that it's not water, it's it's like we soup. don't ask. Is it soup? I think it's like soup? Is it like pho? Like oh, maybe I imagine it's like pho. 
I, that's kind of what I thought of. It's pho broth. Broth, broth, right? Ooh, yeah. with a little bit of sriracha and a little bit of um, that um, that plum sauce, that black dark sauce. Ooh. Mm, that's oyster sauce. Oyster sauce. Yeah. Yep. Dude, how about Gunji uh, killing uh, it? This episode. Dude. Yeah, dude. Gunji is a legend. Awesome. That's, a, that's my takeaway. There was Gunji. no crosshair. So give context okay. to those that don't know Gunji, because I saw a lot of people so, say, wait, is he Gunji the Wookiee from Rebels? The Wookiee from Clone Wars. I don't know if you remember the old episode when all the all the uh, Padawans go to Ilum to get their crystals. Gunji is there, and he does find his crystal, and he makes this awesome wooden lightsaber that you see again in the That's in a later episode, right? That's on a later episode. I think the very next one where they make their sabers. And yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying in the Clone Wars, he made a saber... But it shows up again now in the Bad Batch, and it's one of the most unique and neat uh, sabers. And also, by the way, I love the animation on the blades because they're making them sort of pointed now. But as it moves, the point will sort of move like a flame almost, kind of just kind of move with it. It doesn't stay static. It kind of sways a little. And and I thought that was really cool. Oh, interesting. I got to go back and watch for that now because that sounds cool. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Gunji, and also seeing a Wookiee backflip is just probably the coolest thing ever. Um, I, uh, I I just like Gunji a lot. He's a uh, he's cool. And why am I echoing? I have echo cancellation on. You've never had a hug from a Wookiee. You've never. <laughs> um, yeah, Gunji was sweet and such a um, such an awesome like addition to this episode. That number one when it started. And it was the the whole crew together. Well, without crosshair, but the whole crew together. It was like, ah, okay, we're all back. So let's and see we're on happens. a real mission, and we're on a real mission. Yeah, which was to go to Kashyyyk to to. I mean, number one to find Gunji, which was like super cool. I mean, Gunji Gunji was just a ball of energy too. Like he wanted to take on the droids. He, he just was like, he was so fired up that bad batch had no choice, but to intervene and help and, and assist and be a part did of you it. guys catch the part where, I mean, they, they have been playing into this every single episode this season with Omega's heightened awareness. They did it again yep, when did. she was, te- she was telling Hunter Yep. I don't have a good feeling. Something's up. Something's Echo. Wrong. It was actually Echo. She was standing. Oh, it was Echo. The, yeah. The ship. Yeah. But she was saying like, I don't have a good feeling about this. Yeah, she was and way then, more intuitive this episode. Yeah. It, was, it was really cool. It was nice to see. Um, but but the the droids too are those droids L sevens or L look like L sevens. They're, yeah, they're close. Yeah. yeah. It's the same same uh, model, right? Same head. So, pretty sure. Right. They look more rounded. Um, a little. A little less they, sass, though, obviously. More less a little sass. less sass. But, but when they said, uh, I did, you know what, though? The main guy had the bit double bandoliers with the thermal detonators on him. He had a lot of what thermal detonators, and none of them were rattling, Brian. None of them nope, were none of them were rattling. <laughs> they were perfectly smooth and quiet. Uh, but when they were like, we're going to Kashyyyk, I was like, <laughs> yes. And then to bring in the transdosh, the Trandoshans and how they always battle with the, with the Wookiees was super cool. And I have a feeling like, that was it for um, Gunji. Um, I just Gunji, yeah, just brain farted. I think that was it for Gunji. But that story was that was an awesome story, especially coming off it was the a last beautiful one. story. 
it was awesome. It, it yeah. honestly, to, it, to me, it reminded me of the tech one of the, of of the races, you know, it was like, it was star Wars. It was, it was sweet. It was enduring. It was caring. It had like this emotion behind it. And now it's going to go into what's the next episode call. If Crosshair's not in the next episode, Ooh, I'm, double next, episode next week is the double, the double. It yeah. is. Okay. So Crosshair's in it. Let's say, to say, so I won't make my, my big claim, but dude, 10 out of 10 episode. Loved it. Gunji was insane. I love Wookiees. Show me Wookiees all day long. They're big like tiger cat creatures. Them just murking Trendoshans over and over again. Oh, how much the do we hate Trendoshans now, right? Trendoshans. Every time. <laughs> Trendoshans. I was waiting. I wanted to hear a list, bro. Like, like, yes. Yeah, I don't know. Let's get the wookies. When that spider thing like pulled him up into the trees with the with the net, it was like so. Yeah. So a couple and, of things that I Gunji saw was just like a, a couple later, of things buddy. that stood out was Omega witnessing a Jedi for the first time. Yeah, her her reaction to Gunji pulling that saber using the Force, she was like, "What is happening right now?" Because this is not normal. Right. She's I mean, it's magic, right, is what Han Solo would call it, whatever. Um, that's that was cool. Hokey religions, dude. Hokey religions. Right. The, the second thing that I thought was cool or interesting, not not cool, but interesting was the clones were used with the Transdotians to kind of clean up the mess, if you will. So are the clones being pushed to the outer regions while the stormtroopers are kind of being made as a security force? The clones are kind of the cleanup crew. Is, is that to be implied? Is that what we're looking at? I mean, if you look at it, there was only like two clones, two or three clones. Yeah. For for that entire battalion of, of essentially yeah. mercenaries. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Hired, yeah. It seemed, right? seemed like an odd pairing to have any kind of official imperial presence paired up with those Trandoshans. So well, it's, it's like, like they were sent. Th- it was like they were sent there to monitor. Maybe, but yeah. then, but they're then that other out, dude was in charge. So they're pushed yeah. out to the crappy job. Basically, is is kind of what I saw. Yeah, totally. You know, like like hey, who's going to take care of that crappy duty in the outer rim? Oh, let's yeah. send the clones. Let's get let's push them out. And 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 I'm pretty sure if you were to go to any major imperial hub, you're going to see a ton of stormtroopers, and you're probably not going to see a lot of clones. I, I'm just guessing. It makes sense. That's what's happening right now. I like that. That's good. We might we might get some answers to that question next week because next week's two episodes are titled "The Clone Conspiracy and Truth and Consequences." Uh, oh. So we'll see. Although so we'll, I, I'd also heard that next week's are basically the Senate two part arc. So we're gonna see so we Palps. On. We're gonna see Uncle Palps, right? Uh, that's the theory, Grandpa. Yeah. I'm I'm watching the episode right over Joe's shoulder right now. And <laughs> yeah. Like for me, it was also seeing just the growth. It was so nice to see the growth of Gunji as a Jedi. Like, cause the last time we saw him, he was just a Padawan in training. And yeah. it felt like here, you know, he's mm. he's gone through his training. He's gone through Order 66. Who knows what else he's else he's gone Struggle. through? Yeah. And I mean, the fact that he's like, he's a, at this point, he's a Jedi holding his own. He's telling the clones and everyone, you know, no, don't shoot. I've got this. We handle this the Jedi way. 
and he sticks his hand out and he communicates with the with the whatever those are spiders or whatever and spider giraffes and he's just like he's in control of the situation like a real jedi would be right um i mean for me that was so cool to see to see the growth of uh, of genji have we ever seen whether or not omega has had the whole order 66 thing explained to her i guess she she must know because of the whole crosshair thing but we never really saw that explanation take place. So this was really her first time seeing, like a, like you said, like a Jedi in the presence of clones and the, the emotional reaction that he has to the whole thing. He's scared. You know? Yeah, you're, you're right, uh, Ramey. It's the, the effect of 66. So it's one thing to know what 66 is. Here's the effect and aftermath from a young Jedi that's now somehow able to survive. Now, granted, he got caught. And luckily, the Bad Batch stepped in at the right time to free him, but or actually Omega did. Um, his his reaction to to seeing Echo was the first clone that he saw come up coming yeah. towards him, and it kind of reminded me of of um, of just how a Jedi would react to a clone. Like, oh my gosh, I'm freaking yeah. out! Like you're you're attacking yeah. me right now, right? So Caleb, um, you know, whatever. He's he's on the defensive. He's been living on the defensive for years, basically. Mm-hmm. I would say maybe at least a year now. Is is that safe to say, or maybe not a full year? But he's somehow able to survive. And whoosh. And he was hesitant to get on the Marauder, oh, but he looked back and was getting 100%. shot at. And I'm like, I yeah, gotta get on this thing. What's he gonna do? Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. he the. I mean, if it wasn't for Omega, probably Dude, none of that would have happened. She saved his life because he and was. was that it, the bummer part is, is that was a beautiful relationship that she was starting to build with him. Like it was so cool. Like she has this other young person. He should have stayed. She can kind of relate with and they're helping him. But it was like one of those things where it was like, well, this is the right thing for you. We brought you back to your people. They had the little connection, how he's teaching her about the tree and the, the Dude, I, force. I, 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 I think this is the like, consistent the consistent thing with Omega. We saw it last week, and I know you weren't happy with it, but she looks at who's ever right in front of her, whoever it is, good or bad, pirate or non-pirate, and now Jedi or whatever, and she's like trying to connect with that person because she was at the tree just like he was, kind of like trying to get a sense mm-hmm. for what the tree is saying. She's Not only is it situation awareness, but she's trying to learn and observe and absorb as much from as every possible. different person. Like she's an, yeah. She's an intake of like, like a library just kind of just sucking all the information from everything and just trying to absorb it all. It's pretty cool to see like consistency. Every episode, whoever's the main character, she's latching onto them and trying to pull from them something, yeah, some sort of value from them. She's feeding off of their energy. Yeah. What, yeah. what are the odds that they go the route of Omega being force sensitive officially? Like, I think we've mentioned it before, but do we think that they could go there? I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think it'd be easy to tie in because of the whole cloning Grogu thing that they're going to eventually get towards. Could be. I'd I'd love to see uh, Gunji come back, though. But I I have a feeling that was... I don't think so. I think that was was like a... I don't want to say... It's enough to know he's alive. Yeah, it was, definitely. It was a cool tie-in. Here's what happened to him. And then it he's alive. Away. He's but, well. He's with monkeys. Moving on, type of thing. Yeah, yeah. You've never experienced what? It, what does Mosk say? Until you've had the hug of a Wookie. 
Oh, Fa- that was Favreau. Was that Favreau? A Wookie. I loved seeing um, Hunter knew a little bit of Wookie, and he was able to oh, kind of a little bit. Yeah, he's on my Wookie's rough. Yeah, <laughs> but but then rusty. tech text translator just kicked in, and he's like, "Oh, yes, well, he's yeah. got the trans the, the blue and the red on his HUD." Oh, I'm yeah. watching that. I'm watching all those details. <laughs> do you have the lights? Speaking, in of, yet? speaking of details, what do you guys think of the uh, the costume visuals that we got in this episode? <sighs> that was no spoiler. I sent it to you guys and half of us had watched it and it was like, it is the best fully lit scene for you guys that, that well, like on that scene when they walk up and they look over the cliff and it's just like, Oh, the light of Kashyyyk just pretty much pulling around upon you. I'm like, well, there you go. There's all they might as well raise right their arms and just do a 360. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it'd be cosplay command right there, yeah. Cosplay <laughs> command. There you go. Did you see anything you guys didn't know? For me, anything no, because I had my uh, my riot racing episode, which was the best episode ever in the history of Star Wars. <laughs> um, so I I saw everything. Um, no surprises on this one. Uh, how about you guys? Um, yeah, they added some orange now. So- <laughs> Uh, to my chest armor um i mean last week no i'm sorry not last week in the in the uh riot racing episode it was shades of purple and blue and now i have all of a sudden shades of shades of orange in there so i don't know what's going on you know you know what i know what you need to do when you go to london you're gonna paint you just choose one of those colors and then in your holster you're gonna have another can of paint (laughs) and randomly out of nowhere, just throw it in the air and then walk through it like you're throwing, <laughs> walk through. Like you're throwing perfume dust in myself. The air. Oh. Dust yourself. Steven, did you guys just dust yourself? Go ahead. Steven, you know what we should do? So remember when we did that? Um, oh, and that we, it was at Brian's, it was at the, the gallery. We did the helmet thing where we, a bunch of us all painted the helmets or, or, or decorated the helmets in various ways. Remember yeah. mine was like heat sensitive. I, I coated it with that, oh, no. that stuff. Like we could put the heat sensitive stuff on your, <sighs> on your armor so that it changes color from one color to the next. Hyper, we know we could do it. <laughs> I made the did helmet you, work. <laughs> did you guys yeah. notice the, the, the blue that's on uh hunter's kit is on oh, the yeah. Marauder. Did they paint the Marauder? There was there was on the edges in some of the scenes where they where they where they were showing the Marauder f- parked. There's that blue like on it a little bit. Oh, hmm. So not that we have a Marauder to worry about, but now we got to repaint the Marauder too. <laughs> I thought we were painting your dad's van. It, it won't <laughs> take that much paint. It won't take that much paint. And and I think this solves the thing too. How we were talking about. Um, John was like, oh, I'll build a Gunji Wookiee. He's much smaller than you. He's a full head length shorter. So you would need a smaller person or a teenager. He's a head smaller than who? He's about a foot smaller than Look at the picture you just sent us. He's a foot small. He's a foot. His his top of his head comes to Hunter's chest. He's a young Wookiee. He's a a child. A Wookiee. Yeah, but I, I could be a six foot Gunji, and people wouldn't be like, "Actually, you're a foot too tall, no. or whatever." Yeah, it's, <laughs> not like, it's not like he's going to be standing next to himself in the costume. So I've seen probably. Chewbacca's that are as tall as me. Come on, 
I, I can be a six foot. Oh, this is true. I've also seen I've eight seen foot short... Chewbacca's. That I've also look seen right, six man. foot Vader's. I mean, you know, people do what they want. Two tall Chewbacca's don't look right. So look, imagine that. Imagine a Chewbacca that's seven and a half feet tall or whatever, seven feet tall, and then me next to him. It'd be like, oh, yeah, you're obviously Gunji. Because you're shorter. I still think you should do it, John. Don't let them discourage you. I've got your back. Yeah, I don't, yeah I'm not worried. Ryan don't listen to them. Stuff like that. You, you have the light. You want to do. You have the lightsaber skills. For you it, do so. you, John. I, I Dude, that's why I want to do like crazy lightsaber things with a Wookiee. That would be insane. It'd be so cool. Do it. Solid just, don't get, just don't get it caught in your fur because that would I'm gonna hurt. Uh, yeah. I'll singe burnt, myself. Burnt I gotta see what uh singe. what all that episode Captain Nader's doing. You smell that. you smell burning Wookiee fur? Uh Josh, <laughs> I think it was Josh, right? Josh Beckett. Oh was no. Was it Nader? I thought Nader was. Oh uh, Josh is, but isn't Nader also doing one? Uh he's got another Wookiee on the workbench before Gunji, I think. What's he doing? Uh um, waiting a long time. Tar 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 four? What's his name? Uh, I think he's doing a comic book. Comic. Uh, oh, he's doing uh, the one from um, Knights of the Old Republic. What's his name? Shoot. Whatever. Shout you out know. to Nader for his Joe Exotic costume that he posted recently. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Amazing. Good episode, guys. Next week, we have so. our live watch party here on the show. Uh, so we hope you all can tune in. Salbar. Uh, to all of our listeners there. That's the Wookiee We'll be saying. watching both episodes uh, seven and eight together. And that'll what? be at 4 a.m.? Um, no, I think it's going to be here on the show. Um, oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, we're so not going to watch it when it comes out. We're just going to all watch um, it together. Yeah. 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 Uh, seven, uh, I think it's, I mean, the show starts at six uh, Pacific Standard Time. Yeah. Um, so, so are we not going to watch it or we're not, so we're not going to watch it, dude. So we're not going to watch, oh man. So I got to, so we need to stay <coughs> off social media for, a f- okay. That's what I do already. So <laughs> on Wednesdays, <laughs> I don't, I don't open it until I watch it. So we're agreeing to that. I agree to that. We're agreeing to that, right? We're good. Yeah. Okay, cool. I want to clean my gun and be alone with my thoughts. And I don't need to talk about anything else. How you doing, Brian? I'm okay. How, how are we doing? I'm, I'm fine. Um, I need to selfishly plug some things, if that's okay. Um, if everyone could help me, I need to, I really need to, um, pave our crosshair. <laughs> uh, I have a winter soldier <laughs> costume that's up for sale that I'm trying just to get rid plasma, of. Just sell plasma, bro. Just sell plasma. Just sell blood. Just get some blood. I put it up on the RPF today. That to help expand my reach a little bit. I sold Daredevil. So we got rid of Daredevil. That got me going here on the crosshair train. She I saw sold. that, um, that individual who got it. They look good. They look pretty good. Dude, it fit him awesome. And the ironic thing is he was local. Well, he's in North oh, that's, Carolina. So that's great um, though. Yeah. And I was like nervous. Like, is it gonna fit him? Is it gonna and he like messaged me and was like, check it out. He had it on and he looked yeah, I, I saw the photos. He looked he looked great. Dude, he looked awesome. So um I forgot his name. Sorry, blown it. Shout out to you, buddy. You're the man. 
Um, but I have a Winter Soldier. Tell your friends. Who wants to look awesome? I have a beautiful Winter Soldier costume. Are you I still on the wig, too? Does the wig go with it? Yeah, the wig comes with it. It's clean. It's clean. Look at my hair. It looks nice. That'd be a great wig for uh, Mosh Eisley. Just kind of comb it over one eye. and You could. <laughs> you could. You could. Winter emo winter soldier. It's not very Star Wars, but give him a lightsaber and you're good. My father just fed me vodka and he doesn't <laughs> like me very much. What is it? What what are the John <laughs> probably knows? What's the what what is it? Train. You know it. Cucumber. You, you know it. I'm thinking of uh, Baron Nemo <laughs> when he's when he's in the Winter Soldier and he's like all the all the sayings that he says. <laughs> Or he's like, train car, <laughs> jail. I don't know. Whatever. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Selfish plug. If you know someone that wants a really cool Winter Soldier costume, please send them my way. Brian, you need to fund your crosshair, your tickets. Oh, the tickets have been bought. Other tickets costumes. are good. We're good there. I just, the crosshair things. Go. I got Omega. Omega's dialed. Christy's making the jacket. That's all paid for. Good to go. But um, Jim Tripon is sitting on my crosshair just waiting for me to gather the money. Maybe the Empire can send me out on a few jobs. So maybe that's next next, next episode. They're going to send me to go. Just do some mercenary work. Gunji. And I'm going to just go merc Gunji and make that money. And then leave Gunji <laughs> alone. <laughs> that's it. That's all I got. Thank you for listening. <laughs> That's it. That's all I got. Thanks for listening to my um, self-promotion. Uh, Whatever. Uh, hey, Tech, do we have any questions? For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. So I have a good question from Grogu Adventure, and this isn't, you know, it could be Star Wars related, but probably not. This is just kind of getting to know who the Bad Batch, the Dad Batch members are, just in general. Some of the best vacation places or activities you've encountered over your life. What are some of the best vacation? I I will attack this right on because I've traveled quite a bit. Not not extensively. I'm actually London will be my first time in London, which would be super cool. Japan, Japan is an uh, amazing country. Um, the food, if you like Japanese food, is delicious. Yes, uh, the the rumors of it being expensive are semi incorrect. If you know, with the advent of Airbnb, and if you are not scared to just go out and find places to eat and not get sucked into like a hotel or, you know, hotel mm-hmm. will be like, they'll try to suck you into oh, American breakfast and it's $40 for eggs and bacon. Oh, heck no. And you're like, I'm in Japan. Like I can have noodles for breakfast. I'm fine with that. Um, Japan is a amazing country. I always highly recommend anyone goes to Japan. Hands down. Other than that, went to Kauai. Oh yes, that was right my before place. pandemic. Kauai is amazing. Um, 
those are my two. Yeah, dude, Kawhi, I got to jump on that because so personally, as an individual, I'm I'm a indoor vert. It's kind of a an 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 introvert, and you know, but but I love like small crowds. And out of all the islands in Hawaii, Kauai is not only gorgeous, but there's not a lot of busyness going on, especially like five o'clock, everything turns off, all all the businesses close. So um, if you want to eat, you need to get your food ready because most restaurants will be closed. And uh, it's real low key. Like I could, I could find myself eventually if I could afford it. (laughs) Oh, look at the cat. Sorry, distracted. Um, I could eventually like, if I could, I would buy a home there and just live there in Kauai. It is gorgeous. Some of the most beautiful green you'll ever see. Incredible. So Kauai is kind of my favorite place. If you like to, uh, Kauai is good. If you like to adventure a little bit, like if you like to hike and go, if you like to go nature things, not just like, oh, I want to go to Hawaii and sit on the beach and have peanut Oh, 100%, water. dude. That is a nature. You can do that in Kauai, but you can also go hike and go to waterfalls and kayaking and all that yeah. stuff. Snorkeling. like for the, U- for the United States and Hawaii being, you know, not continental, it's kind of out there in the islands. It's the most rainy place. One of the most rainy places on the planet. Like just so much rain. It's, it's incredible. Uh, Brazil's cool. <laughs> Went to Brazil a few Merci. times. My wife is from Brazil, so we go once in a while. Went to the the most the, beautiful beach I've ever been to was in Brazil, and I've been to Hawaii. Do you do the dancing where you shake your hips really wild and you wear like beads and? Like, I don't do samba, no. Feathers and no, what, that's what that's beach, carnival. Dude? So the beach is Carn- called. You don't do carnival. Not me. I went to a carnival thing once in Brazil. But it, like, there's a lot of like little carnival parties where you go and there's like a ton of people dancing and like, it's like booze and dancing. It's crazy. Um, the beach, Brian, is called Baja do Una. I'll, I'll type it in our. Uh, it's B A R R A D O U N A. Baja do Una. The the R's are pronounced like H's. The double R's in Brazil. Um, it's it's basically there's a, a freshwater lake and um, the ocean. They, they meet at one point oh. and there's like this really oh, yeah. cool, like wow. light colored sand and, and there's rock formations you can climb on and, and there's like a little like bamboo forest. It was insane. It was the most beautiful, like the most beautiful beach I've ever been to. Um, That's rad. Yeah. Is there an 80 like, cliff that you jump off of? Not, not there, but there are. Yeah. Not, not, not in that beach. It's more like a, a little, there's the thing is the, the mountain terrain there, it has like a lot of moss. It's like very, whatever slippery and people always you you'd be on the beach and you just watch people Die. slam trying to trying to like climb up something <laughs> bah you know and it's like get off there man like the waves are crashing he die? And, no 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 it's not like that like they would slip like a foot you know and like bah and it's like get down whatever and um i've been to london a couple times i really 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 like london or, and england in general not just london um I, I had a buddy who lived there when i was uh, 16 and i went for a month just uh, hung out in uh west sussex in crawley crawley town and uh, i went to london again on my 21st birthday i love london and amsterdam is also cool it's kind of neat kind of like you're in a, walking through a movie but pretty neat to at least go once and witness that's me if my last name didn't give it away my family's from france so um <laughs> like i like 
so we've had some of the best trips that we've had was just kind of going and, and kind of really just sort of living there for a little while um, where, where my family's from. So we'll usually kind of do a trip. Kind of where are they flying, from? Flying or out of uh, London, or or uh, and then Barcelona on the other end of the trip, and kind of you can kind of you can you can get from Barcelona up up into France. My family's what part is your the, family the, from? The south end of France, um, a little nice? little town called uh, near there. Yes, so a little town called Clarensac. So uh, tiny little tiny little place, but uh, the, the we'll go in there. It's kind of. Just, spend time with the family and uh, they'll, they'll take us to kind of local. There's these places where you can go kind of just play in the river. And there's these like ancient Roman era, like bridges that are over. I mean, you're just like hanging. It's almost like being able to go and play at the beach, but with like this, so all this history around you. Um, and then it's easy to go from there and like get on the TGV and take the bullet train and get up into to Paris. And then from there, it's easy to get from Paris over into London. And so it's kind of a nice, nice trip. That's actually what we're going to do when we go to London. We're flying into Dublin We'll get over to London from there, and then we'll kind of do what I just described, but backwards, and end up down by my family. So fun, thread. Steven? man, you guys are like putting me all to shame. I, <laughs> I have, I have not traveled like you guys, but um, <clears throat> I definitely am trying to catch up now uh, with the fam. Um, let's see. I've only I've only ever gone to places that have like touristy destination things, you know, like uh, Disney World, mm. uh, you know, all this that, stuff in Florida. Japan has that. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, but what kind of a mistake that would that would be right to sure. just fly all the way to Japan just to see? Yeah, we, we considered yeah. it okay. when we were there. Um, we almost we were like, we didn't do it. Yeah. But, but uh, you know. San Francisco, I've been there many times. Um, Chicago is just one of my favorite places to visit. I was born and raised in Chicago, so anytime I get to visit there, it's it's just a, a beautiful city. It was fun to hang out with Steven in Chicago at Celebration. We yeah. worked that city. <laughs> <laughs> but um, see deep dish everywhere. Love yeah. deep dish. London's going to, I can't wait for London. Uh, we've got, what else do we have coming up this Fish year? And we've chips. got Atlanta. Oh. We're doing yes. Dragon Con. Dragon Con. Dragon <laughs> yes. Con. Yeah. So you guys are. I, I'll be joining you in spirit. Um, There's still time to talk, Joe. Into it. Yeah, we'll we'll <laughs> figure it out, Joe. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't cut. Don't cut yourself out. I have tickets. Is that it? Oh, hey, sweetie pie. I will say. I will say this too. You know, we're talking about getting on airplanes and going far along places. When we moved out here, driving across the East Coast was nice. So, or driving across the United States was nice. Let me take that back. Um, it was cool to see the U.S. in different points, and that was not quite a vacation, but it was an awesome traveling experience. So, I have one more question. Um, this is from Kira Machado, uh, one of our frequent listeners. She's awesome. She's actually doing really well on some of her new builds. So, love watching her build stuff. But her question is for all of us on the Bad Batch costumes, like it, obviously you chose your costume, but what other Bad Batch character would you potentially want to make if you could, if you, if you, if it was an option for you? Hold on. Oh. I, I think before we, 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 we got together, like before all of us decided what we were doing, 
I was either contemplating uh, Wrecker or Crosshair, to be honest. Oh. But I fell in love with Hunter's vibe, so that's what I did. And then we ended up falling. All the pieces kind of fell together the way they should. And that was that. Your hair matched like perfectly too. Yeah, yeah. So, not anymore. I mean, I mean, Dad Bane. It'll it'll grow back. Dad Bane. Do I need to? (laughs) Wait, I thought the question was another Bad Batch. Another Bad Batch member. Yeah, it's supposed to be another Bad Batch member. (laughs) I don't really relate to anything. (laughs) That was a crosshair. Sorry. Yeah, those my picks were pre pre relation. As soon before before even that, I mean, as soon as I saw Bad Batch and I saw Crosshair, I was like, "That guy is awesome." I think we all kind of fell in love with our characters. Yeah, but the point of the question was to pick a different one. Uh, I mean, there was that phase. I had my Omega phase. Um, but I just I couldn't. Yeah, I couldn't do the wig. <laughs> I honestly, I, I, I mean, tech is cool. I was digging tech for like a minute, a quick minute. That's about <laughs> if it. If I had to pick one, I'd say Hunter. Yeah, duh. Yeah, I, I've always appreciated how they've done a good job, kind of showing the evolution of the costumes from the prequel era through, like, so you can see that how the clones turned in from phase one to phase two, and then into the stormtroopers. And I, I I've always liked kind of the biker scout vibe that you get from tech. So I think if I was going to go a different route, it would be tech kind of for that reason. But having had a Lobot and having the, the uh, kind of the, the rest of the look for, for echo, I kind of just had to go. There's no question. It had to be. Echo. It made perfect sense. Yeah. That was no, <laughs> I feel like, I feel like they took my personality and they were like, Oh, well, we'll just make you a character and we'll call you record. <laughs> Dude, Wrecker just has fun no matter where he's at. I don't care if it's like a bad day. He's, he's going to find a way to kind of like go. He, loves, ha, to ha, ha, ha. he <laughs> loves to eat. He loves to Wookiee growl. Come on. Can't beat that. Yeah. Really. He's chugging that Wookiee juice. <laughs> Dude, well, if, if you watch the next episode, the last episode again, just just focusing on Wrecker's like just simple movements. And he's constantly looking he's at all- the Wookiees and and mimicking them. Dude, he. He's he wants to be a Wookiee deep down. I got to rewatch that episode because I, I had to watch it quickly. I caught like a quarter of it at, at work and then like the rest of it here quickly while I was like trying to feed the dogs and do everything else. So I didn't get to you guys are pointing out all these details. I didn't notice. So I'm like, dang it. Got to rewatch it. I think if uh, Wrecker had a girlfriend, she'd be a Wookiee. So just just saying he, he likes that vibe. He likes the vibe. Dude. Nothing wrong with that. Hey. Lando dated a droid, so nothing is impossible. And everything is possible. Listen, in the words of Maz, you haven't lived until you've been in the embrace of a Wookiee. Finally. <laughs> that's what she says. That's what she says, right? Quote. I think for me, it would have been Echo. Um, just because of the... Fam- familiarization of echo before he got blown up poor guy poor echo uh he is just a fan favorite from the very beginning of the clone wars and then seeing him come back i was really vibing on that season seven uh, clone wars uh you know yeah white and light blue costume because it was all soft parts and he had a mechanical arm 
and that was it. It was all soft goods and this really cool helmet with a really thin slit. You know, I have that helmet. If anyone wants to build that Echo, I'll let you use the helmet. It's got an inverted mohawk, right? Like it's just it's it's just the mohawk goes inside. The visor's little. It's got like three teeth instead of like the the normal seven or whatever it is eight you basically need to starve yourself though so your face gets sunken in yeah you gotta be so gaunt yeah a lot of those details on the helmet did make it through to his bad batch helmet so i i, I gotta sit down and kind of look at that and see how it more the inverted there. mohawk it, is there yeah. it yeah and that and there's only three teeth um and and his his visor is pretty much still just the slit although it's very, very thin yeah. yeah yeah but but seeing seeing that again when i was getting into the costume of tech I saw that's the costume I had for Echo. So it was like, I think I would build, try to build that one if I, but that's all soft parts. It's all, you're like basically wearing a spandex suit. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. Got to look the part to pull that one off, I think. Uh, yeah. Better be 120 pounds. Cool question, though. Yeah. Well, I think that does it for us today, guys. Uh, Batchers, thank you so much. The onion emojis have won the reviews. Sorry, John. It's been funny watching those come in. <laughs> Two thumbs way down. We do want to thank everybody for leaving those reviews in the podcast, in your podcast app. Uh, and if you don't know what I'm talking about, go into your podcast app right now. Tap on review. Leave us a review. Put the onion emoji. Oh, or put the cake emoji if you support John. We'll put the onion emoji. Uh, it doesn't have to be good, but give us five stars anyway. That's all we're asking. Nice. Oh. You can follow me at Stevie.Kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Gentlemen, let-, let the people know where they can find you. In London, baby! In London, baby! Yeah! Joe, where can people find you? Check out Bad Batch, baby. <laughs> John, where can people find you? In London, next to tech. Ramey? Uh, thedadbatch.com. And, and Brian, where can people find you? Your bloody wankers can catch me at Sithin' Ain't Easy. <laughs> you just losing English slurs. What are you doing? Watch out, D. Bradley Baker, dude. I'm coming after your job. Sorry. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 26 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 27 and our live watch party where everybody's invited to come hang out with us. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. To the zombies of death Quit holding out And draw another breath London calling And I don't want to shout But while we were talking I saw you nodding out London calling See we ain't got no hide Except for that one With the yellowy eyes The ice is coming The sun's zooming in Engines stop running The wheat is going to Nubian! Ugh. Ugh. Ugh.